this is Angela Bowen, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brister podcast, podcast, and welcome to another episode. How's everyone's weekend been? Mine's been pretty decent. I got to have Friday off, which was nice. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's nice to have a day off from work, but it kind of cuts. It just puts a damper on things when you get your paycheck and you're like, no, it's lesser than what it should be. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> I hope everyone had a great Easter. Mine was pretty pretty good. I, I did recorded some podcasts. I also have read, read some books. I finished some books, so that's another thing I've been doing. Well, we can talk about that stuff at the end of the podcast. Let's talk about this Punky Brewster episode, shall we? Season 3, Episode 10, It's a Dog's Life, which aired on November 11th, Veterans Day, 1987. Things get a little hairy for Punky after Henry scolds her for neglecting her duties of Brandon. She then envisions what life is like through Brandon's eyes when they swap minds. Very interesting premise, and I gotta hand it to uh, Soleil Moonfry, who plays Punky. She really gives it her all in this episode as she's pretending to be a dog. And then Brandon is still, he's Brandon in body form, but Punky is in his mind. So it's really cool. We all, I'm sure, envision, like, I wonder what my pet is thinking. Or, or been kind of... Envious, like, you know, I am of Quinn. It's like, I have to go to work. You get to lay here on the bed and sleep all day. I mean, it's nice to be envious of that. But if you think about it, our pets really do need us. I mean, without us, they wouldn't be able to really, you know, if especially if they live indoors, they wouldn't be able to eat. You know, they rely on us to feed them and give them water, also to pay attention to them. You know, make sure they're healthy. Take them to the vet every once in a while, which Quinn hates that. Um, yeah. I just find this funny, this episode of Punky's all jazzed about, you know, Margo's got a yacht. Her dad's got a yacht, and she's invited everyone to hang out on the yacht for the weekend. And Punky even gets this, like, sailor outfit. It's really cool. And... Brandon's just kind of running amok around the house, you know, getting into laundry, just making a big old mess. And Henry's like, Punky, you need to take care of your dog. Did you wash him? Did you give him a bath? Did you make sure he's got food? Did you walk him? And it's just kind of funny how this episode comes right on the tail of Open Door, Broken Heart, the two-parter, where Brandon walked out the door, and Joey picked him up, and, you know, Punky's all worried and everything like that. She's putting up signs. She wants her doll back. So, it's a little weird that all of a sudden she's got him back, and a week or a few weeks go by, whatever, however amount of time, and she's already neglect. Henry's having to remind her to walk Brandon. Did you walk him? Did you give him water? Did you feed him? How about a bath? Did you give him a bath? He stinks. Punky, come on. I know, I know she's a girl. Kids can be forgetful when they got other things on their mind, like going out on a yacht with your friends. I'm surprised Henry didn't threaten her, say, you know what? 
Punky? How about I call him Joey? You know, he really liked Brandon. He took really good care of him. Maybe I should uh, call him up and see if he wants to take Brandon for a while. <laughs> Speaking of Joey, um, what happened to that puppy that he got? You did not see that puppy at all in Beer and Buffaloes Don't Mix. And that is actually the last time we see Joey. We don't see him again. Actually, the actor, R.I.P. for the actor, the actor um, did pass away. But while we get into this episode, so I'm not bumming you guys out too much. But um, one thing before I do, um, I'm still going to be playing clips for episodes. It's just going to be a little different from now on because I'm going to be playing them strictly from my DVD. I was getting clips off of YouTube, but um, the source that I've been getting them from and the YouTube comments, which I love to share at the end of the episodes... That channel's been taken down by YouTube, which I get, I understand. Um, socks, I love those YouTube comments especially. were really, really awesome. But I hope you guys will still enjoy the podcast without them. Alright, let's get into this episode. A lot of the shot, exterior shots of the apartment building is usually... What happens in the opening of the, of the show is usually always going to be the exterior shot of the apartment building. And sometimes there's, like, the last episode episode opened up in the back in the backyard and stuff like this. So, yeah. Getting back to the usual. Open up the ex- episode with the exterior shot. So it's clearly going to be in the apartment. So the episode opens up in the apartment. We have Brandon hanging out on his... I think it's basically like a dog bed. It's like an ottoman with um, an afghan thrown over. That's usually where he hangs out. And right above him on the wall is a really cute picture of Punky from season two. With that, Remember that really colorful coat that she wore that had like rainbow colors? And then she had that red and yellow hat that like hung all the way back to the floor. And we have Henry. He's kind of sitting on the couch and looking over his negatives with one of those type of special uh, photography type glasses that you need when you're looking at negatives and stuff like that. So Brandon kind of hops off the ottoman and runs over to the door and he's kind of up on his hind legs scratching at it. He clearly wants to go. He's probably got to go to the bathroom. And I'm just noticing, like, I've never noticed this chair. It's kind of an off-white cream color. And it seems like every once in a while they get a different chair there. Like, I think I've seen, like, a green chair or kind of like a, a brownish colored chair. And it's just interesting how it kind of almost matches the beige wall and door. Poor Brandon, he's just standing there, turning his head, like, looking at Henry as Henry's... Oh, he's actually got a magnifying glass. He's looking at the negatives with that. Okay. Poor Brandon, he just got to go potty. <laughs> Punky probably isn't taking him out yet. Where is Punky, anyway? So Henry finally looks up from his negatives, and he's like, Brandon, it's alright, Punky's gonna be home soon, buddy, Okay. She'll take you for a run in the park when she gets back. And hearing this, Brandon walks over to the chair and grabs his leash and brings it over to Henry. 
So as soon as Henry's like, all right, Brandon, you got cabin fever. All right, we'll take you out. But please don't chase any squirrels. Yes, golden retrievers are a high-energy dog. They need to burn off that energy. And running around the park is clearly going to be the best medicine. But, you know, Henry's like 65, 66 years old. Now, he's an older guy. You know, he's not going to be able I don't think, well, maybe he might be able to handle Brandon. And, of course, as soon as Henry hooks the leash onto Brandon, that's when Punky runs into the room, followed by Margot and Cherry. She's like, Henry, guess what? Guess what? She's all excited and everything. And Henry's like, I'll get to that later. Right now, what I want you to do is you need to walk Brandon and you get him some exercise. Of course, Punky kind of just throws it off like, oh, I can't. Actually, I got to get to the store before it closes. What have you been doing all this time, Punky? So Margot clarifies for Henry, like, oh, the girls need to shop, but I'm all set. And Henry's kind of baffled, like, set for what? What What are you talking about? And Cherry's really jazzed as she's like, Margot's parents are going to take us all on a boat ride tomorrow. She's really, really excited. Okay, so my guess is that they just found out this trip was like kind of a last minute thing or a spur of the moment thing. And it's like, gotta get to the store before it closes. Like, really? Your dog, the yacht is gonna be there tomorrow. Take your dog for a walk, Punky and Burn. How long is that walk really gonna take? Like an hour? A half an hour? Just go to the park and run off some energy. You know, you can t get that yacht and take it out whenever. It's not like the, the yacht's going to be gone tomorrow. But, no, Cherry's excited. We're going to go on Lake Michigan. If I want to go to Lake Michigan, I can just go down the, the road a bit and boom, I'm right there. <laughs> uh, I don't swim in lakes anymore. <laughs> I don't, I have this thing about how I would rather be in, like, a pool that I can, like, see my feet. I can actually see, you know, the clear water. But I'm going to play this clip and I'll be right back. Relax, Brandon. Punk will be home soon. She can take it for a run in the park. you home for wayward fleas <laughs> but no squirrel chasing Henry guess what I'll guess later right now I want you to give your dog some exercise but I can't we have to get to the store before it closes actually Mr. Warnemont they have to shop I of course am already equipped <laughs> equipped for what Margo's parents are going to take us on a boat ride tomorrow on Lake Michigan Cherry, dear, it's not a boat. It's a yacht. What's the difference? More money than you will ever earn. <laughs> Henry, I've got to buy some yacht stuff. I need a sailing hat, some new sunglasses, and a pair of duck shoes. Okay? Not okay. Here's the deal. You walk Brandon, give him a bath, and then if there's time, you can go to the store. A bath, too? Yes, he smells like a walking landfill. <laughs> Got a whiff of him a few minutes ago, and all my nose hairs fell out. 
is kind of funny where Margot goes over to Cherry and tells her it's not a boat, it's a yacht. And of course, Cherry is like, what's the difference? Like, boat, yacht, big deal, what's a diff? Margot takes Cherry's chin in her hand and says, more money than you will ever earn. Oh, Margo, it's all about money with you. It always will be. <laughs> if a Punky Brewster reboot was to happen, or um, a reunion, like, say if they just did one season with, like, eight to ten episodes, of course you guys would want Margo to come back, right? I mean, she's that character that you just love to just dislike so much. So Punky turns to Henry. He's like, Henry, I have to buy some yacht stuff. Like, <laughs> I love how she says yacht stuff. So she says she needs a sailing hat, some new sunglasses, and some duck shoes. Okay, okay. Now, one of those was a bathing suit because, I mean, you never know unless you're going to go swimming. Not one of those was, oh, you know what? Maybe I should uh, take care of my skin, right? SPF 50, 75, what have you. She did not once mention sunscreen. No sun care, skin care of any kind was mentioned. Uh, but we're all about that, you know. You want to make care you're taking, make sure that you're taking care of your skin. You don't, you know, that way you're not getting, you know, skin cancer and stuff. This thing, I guess, wasn't a big issue, big topic back in 87. So she's just, also, she's turning to Henry like, oh, I need this, and oh, I need, I gotta have this. It's like, yes, Henry, Mr. Moneybags, just pour open your wallet, let me take out a couple fifties, and I'll go shopping, okay? Like, Punky, you do realize that he is a photographer, and he's basically living paycheck to paycheck, right? Even if he does have his own business for the time being. And Henry, good for him. He's standing up. He's like, you know, he's not having it. It's like, no, not okay. First, you are going to walk Brandon. And then you're going to give him a bath. Because he smells like a landfill. Like, have you smelt him lately? And I love how he makes a joke about, yeah, I just got a whiff of him and all my nose hairs fell out. And Punky's like, oh, I gotta give him a bath, too? Yes! It's not... How long is a bath really gonna take? Really? Not that long. What time does the store close, anyway? Most stores close at, what, maybe 8 o'clock? Is this Sunday? Is it closing at 6? I don't think so. This is clearly taking place during the weekend, this little yacht fun trip. So, I'm sure... And what time is it there? It's probably, what, 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening? It'll be fine, Punky. Take your dog for a walk. Give him a bath. Or why don't you just hand him back over to Joey? So, Henry heads out the door as, uh... The girls kind of get out of his way. Cherry gives him his hat. Like, oh, here you go. Let me get out of your way. Oh, don't forget your hat. I gotta play this clip as, uh, Margo is like, hey, no skin off my back. Sucks that you're here with Brandon, but you know what? Me and Cherry, we're gonna hit the store anyway without you. Check you later. <laughs> I feel bad about it, but, you know, <laughs> I'll get over it. <laughs> so I'll play this clip. I'll be right back. Well, Punky, we're off to the store. 
I really feel terrible that you're stuck here with Brandon. But I'll get over it. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, guys. How about if I go to the store with you now, then I'll run back here and take care of Brandon. Henry will never find out which one I did first. Oh, what I could idea. If I do this, am I disobeying Henry? Mm -hmm. Yep, you absolutely. Bet. And you still think I should do it? Yep, mm -hmm. you absolutely. Bet. <laughs> Let's go. I'll be right back, Brandon, to give you a bath. Get out your rubber ducky. <laughs> so Punky decides, you know what? I can do both. How about I go to the store now? Get the stuff I need. Come back, and then I'll take care of Brandon. I mean, Henry's gone. He ain't gonna find out. And of course, <clears throat> excuse me, Margot and Sherry are like, "Oh, you know that's an excellent idea, Punky. You are so smart." I, mm, yeah. But for a second, a split second, Punky's conscience gets the better of her, and she's like, "You know, I mean, I would be disobeying Henry." They're like, yeah, he would be doing that. And Punky's like, but you guys still think I should do this, right? I mean, it's totally cool with you, right? I'm doing the right thing? They're like, oh, definitely, yes. yeah. They're her yes girls. Like, yes, Punky, yes, do this. Yeah, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So I take it she thinks this shopping trip's only going to last 30 minutes or something. I mean, how far away is the store? That's my question. How are they getting there? Probably taxi, bus, something like that. Or they're probably walk Maybe it's within walking distance. Not to mention, how long is it to get there? How long are they going to be there? How much are they going to spend? Because I didn't see Henry give her any money. Um, yeah. If you can figure all this time here that she's going to stay, you know, she's got to get to the store, go to the store, try stuff on, pay for it, bring it home, right? She could have easily, like, taken Brandon for a quick little, you know, walk, like, up and down the sidewalk a few times or something like that. Brought him home, washed him, let him air dry, and then went to the store. Because the way they act like the store is going to close in an hour. I mean, this has got to be a last-minute thing with the yacht that they're going, like, tomorrow, and she's got nothing. I mean, you technically really don't need all that. You don't got to go out and buy new stuff, do you? I mean, it's a special trip. It's on a yacht. They've never been... Well, Punky and Cherry have never been on a yacht before, so it's like, new experience. I want to get all this awesome yacht stuff. I actually, the only time I had been on a yacht was for my senior class trip, and I remember it was our uh, senior class trip, we went to Chicago, and it's basically stay up the whole night. I had never stayed up past 10 o'clock, I don't think, and my two friends here were trying to keep me awake, like we had went out to eat, went to the Disney store, I got like a stuffed Pluto dog. And then the thing after that, we did some other really cool things. Um, an activity center or something like that. And then we went on this boat that, like, had, like, a dance floor. It had probably food, drinks, whatever. And you went up to the top. And, of course, that's where some of the kids, who were probably 18 at the time, were smoking. 
and, you know, this was chaperoned. I just remember, it's like trying so hard to stay up till midnight. And then getting back on the bus to go back to school, which was, you know, it was three hours away. And just trying to get some sleep and sleeping on the armrest, which that is not a comfortable position. I mean, luckily, it was like a two, you know, the the large, it was one of those coach-type buses, so it's really comfortable. Luckily, I don't think there was anyone sitting next to me, but still, it's just, a bus is not a place you want to sleep at when you're on it. Not on a, you don't want your head on an armrest either. It's very uncomfortable. She, Punky actually asks, if I do this, am I disobeying Henry? Well, Punky, if you have to ask yourself that, uh, the obvious answer is yes. Like, as long as I ask them, is this disobeying Henry, then as long as they say, it's like, she don't really care. I mean, she's not really looking for anyone to really talk her out of this. She's just asking, like, for permission. Like, just say it's okay and I'll go along with it. So, before Punky closes the door, she's like, all right, Brandon, I'll be right back. And get ready for that bath and get out your rubber ducky and everything. Closes the door. Brandon goes over to the door on his hind legs, scratches at the door. Like, no, no, don't leave me here. Uh, I feel bad for Brandon. He really kind of gets the shaft this episode with her. I mean, yeah, I know she's 11 years old, but... 11 years old is enough to know you put your dog first before your other responsibilities. And we move to the next scene. The apartment is in shambles. This dog ripped up newspaper through... Uh, apparently there was a basket of laundry which is tipped on its side. Laundry is all over the place. Yeah, um, Punky, you better hope that you get home before Henry does and sees this because he is going to flip his gourd. How much laundry was in that basket? It's like clothes are strewn all over the floor, the couch, the coffee table, every... There's like two different chairs in that apartment, and all of them have clothes draped all over them. But I don't see Brandon. So, yeah, it looks like Punky did not get back in time because Henry comes in. He's like, oh, come on in, Betty. Make yourself at home. He hasn't even looked yet at the disaster of his living room because he's just putting the keys on the the key ring here. And Betty's got her hands up by her face and I'm thinking, she's going to think, oh my god, were you robbed? What happened here? Did somebody break in? Well, Betty asks if Henry redecorated, but Henry freaks out. He's like, oh my god, have we been robbed? That's his first thought as he's looking. He takes off like, oh my god. I feel bad for him. Aside from my two biggest fears is my house burning down and our house being robbed. Those are my two biggest fears. And speaking of being robbed, uh, I got a call from my dad. I actually stopped out there Friday and he wasn't at home. So I went up to the farm and he was up there with my aunt. Well, I got a call yesterday from my dad. And my dad rarely ever calls me unless something happened. He's like, well, I have some news. I have some terrible news, actually. And immediately, my thought is like, oh my gosh, somebody's dead. Somebody's in the hospital. Somebody's passed away. I'm freaking out. And my dad asked, 
when you were over um, Friday, did you notice anything amiss? And I said, no, because I just came upstairs. I got as far as the kitchen, and then I turned around and realized nobody's there, and then I left. Well, my dad said a certain um, amount. He didn't give me the full amount, but a certain amount of money, a large amount of money was missing that someone had come into the house and taken it. And I talked to Jeremy, and I'm like... Nothing looked out of place when I went in there. I, I I don't know where he keeps you know his money or anything. Um, I felt terrible for my dad. I'm like, oh my god. And my only guess is, it's somebody that knew that he had money there. Cause how I mean, nothing else was taken. That doesn't sound like somebody. If someone's gonna come to your house. I, you'd think they'd be going for valuables, you know, TV, um, stereo, um, Blu-ray, DVD, whatever. I mean, and cash and valuables and stuff like that. But just come and get take one thing. I haven't talked to him since yesterday, but um, I'm really worried. I am very, very worried and stressed out. I even prayed last night that um, hopefully he recovers the money or finds out who did it. But anyway, back to this episode. I just, I wanted to um, unload that. I don't mean to burden my problems on you guys, but I just, I had to say something. Because that is, I mean, that's got to be one of a person's fears is their house being robbed or it burning down or something happening to a loved one. And Henry is really worried. He's calling out for Punky, for Brandon. Like, Punky, Brandon, are you here? And then Henry turns around, and out of these clothes and whatnot all over the floor, Brandon was hiding under, it looks like a tarp, and Brandon's got Henry's underwear, which is just a pair of uh, heart boxers. Why is it always on TV shows, whenever it's like someone shows someone's underwear, it's always boxers with like hearts on it or stripes or polka dots or something. You'd never see someone wearing the tidy whities So Henry is shocked. He's like, Brandon, did you do this? Is like all of this, this entire mess was all Brandon? How much length of time has passed? Like an hour, a couple hours maybe? Oh, I would be, ooh, Punky, you may not want to come home. Because <laughs> I, if I were Henry, you would not be going on that yacht trip, and you would be very, very grounded. <laughs> so I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. Henry, did you redecorate? What in the... <laughs> We've been robbed. Punky. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, did you do this? Bad dog. Stop right there, you, you animal. Calm down, Henry, or you'll go bald. What? Hair can't live on a hothead. 
Now, you know perfectly well that if a dog doesn't get out of the house once in a while, he'll turn into a four-legged wrecking ball. The punky's in big trouble. Obviously, Brandon hasn't been bathed or walked. She's ignoring her pet. <laughs> well, you know how kids are. They love having a pet, but they hate taking care of them. Well, what bothers me the most is that she disobeyed me. I'll have to ground her for this. I don't blame you. Oh, and by the way, nice shorts. So, of course, Henry is infuriated, looks at Brandon and shouts, Bad dog! And Brandon just... You know, he starts to whimper. He's like, I'm sorry, I know I did bad. But then he starts to do the belly crawl where he's kind of moving. And Henry's like, don't you do that now. So, of course, Henry freezes Brandon in his tracks as he points a finger at him. Like, you stop right there, you animal. He has to struggle. He's like he's trying to come up with something uh mean to say to Brandon, like, you, you, um, animal, like, dog, <laughs> you. <laughs> so Betty does kind of tell Henry, like, Henry, come on, calm down, just, just chill for a second here, okay? Clearly, Brandon hasn't gotten out, and you know how a dog can be if they don't get out once in a while, they're gonna be ripping the house to shreds, you know that. And Henry's like, yeah, clearly Punky disobeyed me. She did not walk him. She surely didn't bathe him because I can still smell him. And he smells awful. Of course, I love how Betty points out that, um, like, oh, uh, nice shorts there, Henry. <laughs> you see that uh, Brandon's neck is decorated with Henry's polka dot or uh, red heart boxer shorts. <laughs> Brandon does take off for the kitchen. Like, all right, I'm out of here. Bye. Oh, wait, he didn't leave into the kitchen. No, he went to go lay down on his his spot on that Afghan blanket. And I love how Betty's kind of, as she's talking to Henry, she's kind of throwing kind of the, uh, the couch cushions, just kind of putting them out of her way, like kind of straightening up a little bit as she's walking towards Henry. And just, you know, saying, you know, if a dog doesn't get out once in a while, it's going to turn into a four-legged wrecking crew. It's just going to destroy your house. And I also like that, you know, Betty does say, you know, kids, they love the idea of a pet. They just don't like the work that is to be put into a pet. That's why you don't get your eight-year-old dog expecting them to walk it, feed it bathe it and everything so you can give them responsibilities and everything but ultimately the care of the dog is going to be left up to the parent you know any kids go like, yeah i'll feed him i'll walk him i'll do this i'll do that oh i want the doggy i want the kitty so bad it's like oh, you know what okay i'm gonna hold you to that the first time that you slip up and you don't take care of it it goes bye-bye it goes on craigslist it goes on some Facebook group to like, oh, here you go. Anyone want this free dog or free cat? My kid don't want it. You know, the worst of it is that I see is with the rabbits, with the smaller animals, the guinea pigs, the hamsters. Yep, my, this is exactly what people will say. My kid said, yeah, I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll do everything for it. A week goes by, a, a month goes by, and it's like, nope, they didn't want it anymore. They didn't want that responsibility. 
think about it, you got a dog and a, a cat, right? Those are kind of the high-end level pets that need a lot of care, whereas really a dog does need more care than a cat does because you don't have to walk a cat. All you got to do is, like, feed it, water it, change its litter box, you know, play with it and stuff. A dog you actually have to take out and walk because it's going to need to burn that energy. Otherwise, it's going to destroy your house. Whereas a rabbit, a guinea pig, a hamster, all you really do with them is you change their cage. I change London's toity at least once a week. Um, you give it what well, I give London water in the morning, then I do it again at night. Always make sure his pellet dish is full, that he's got hay and everything like that. I did that with, you know, my rabbit Elfie for eight years. I did that with Toby for five and a half years. It is a commitment when you get an animal. I'm sorry to preach this, but it angers me so much. I mean, it's one thing if you can't keep a pet because you lost your job or you're moving out of state. That, I, mm, I don't know about the whole moving out of state thing. I mean, you can see if, like, you lost your home, you're moving into a place that doesn't take pets. That's one thing, but... If you have a baby and say your cat doesn't get along with your baby, I I don't know. That may be kind of a gray area. And the same thing with my cat, Quinn. You know, she's going to be five years old. That doesn't mean that I shouldn't play with her. I get her toys and I interact with her. But usually she will play for a minute and then walk away. But the thing is, <coughs> um, when you don't pay attention to her, she will start to become destructive. She'll chew on cords. She'll, a way that she really likes to run her energy off is she'll run up and down the stairs. You can and hear her running around upstairs. So it's like she's burning off that energy. So just because the cat isn't a dog doesn't mean they don't need to be played with. I mean, just because, you know, they're a cat doesn't mean that, they, like I said, they just, all animals, you gotta give them attention or they're gonna wreak havoc. <laughs> Even my rabbit London, he gets underfoot a lot, and that's mainly due because of his hormones, but, uh, I gotta watch where I step every once in a while. I almost stepped on his head. I feel terrible because he was right by my foot. That could have ended badly. <laughs> but, you know, it's so little what animal pets ask of us, you know, our love, our attention. That's not a lot to ask. And they give us so much in return. Companionship and love right back. I think that this episode of Punky Brewster is really going to teach Punky. When she kind of gets a glimpse into Brandon's head, she learns to appreciate him more. It's not just the fact that she lost him and realized what life could be without him. But now she's actually going to be able to see how much he really needs her, how her being responsible for his care and upkeep is very important to making sure that he has a, a well-adjusted life. I love how when Betty goes to sit down, she kind of misjudges the fact that there isn't a cushion there. So when she sits down on the couch, she sits down sans cushion and it's like almost like when you go to sit down in a chair and you kind of misjudge and you end up landing on the floor like but the chair is right there a second ago 
when Betty says nice short, she's pointing this fake flower in Brandon's direction, and that's when Henry finally notices that Brandon has got Henry's boxer shorts around his neck. And Henry kind of pulls it off Brandon's head, shoves it, trying to hide it underneath the other stuff he's put in the laundry basket, and Betty just kind of has to laugh at this. Like, ha <laughs> ha! Betty will not miss an opportunity to kind of make fun of Henry and kind of joke at his expense. So the next scene, we're in Punky's bedroom. It's nighttime. She's in her bed. She's got this, um, what looks like a, a sailor shirt on that's kind of got, like, the, the bib on it. She's got a sailor hat. And she's got these neon yellow... These aren't sunglasses. These are, like, safety work glasses. Like, the kind of work that you would... Glasses that you would wear if you're working in a factory. I've had those types of glasses before. And I hated how whenever I bend down to, like, put a piece on a... You know, a piece of foam on the part I'm working on, I'd constantly be having to push the glasses up. Luckily, I had gotten some prescription ones. But I also keep having to push those up to my face. So, Punky's just kind of sitting there, you know, her chin in her hand, kind of... We missed the whole thing about her coming home. We didn't see any of that, of her coming home. And Henry looks like he's already pretty much grounded her and just laid down the law with her. She's kind of looking at Brandon, almost like, you caused this, Brandon, this is your fault. She's not saying that, but her body language is pretty much... That's what's emanating off of her. Oh, no, she did not just say, Oh, I hope you're happy, but excuse me, young lady. You wanted this dog, did you not? So you accepted the responsibility of taking care of said dog. Do not blame Brandon for your, I want to go on a yacht. I got to get this and that and that too. And I'll walk you and bathe you when I get back. That is on you, Punky. That is on you for disobeying Henry, for not taking care of your puppy. Brandon isn't even panting. He's closed mouth. He's very sad right now. It's the sadness vibes are just emanating off him in waves. I'm going to play this clip. As she pretty much is like, ah, Brandon... You ruined my life. No, she doesn't say you ruined her life. But she pretty much is like, you have it so great. You don't have to go to school. You can just lay around and do nothing all day. And, yeah. So, I'll play the clip. I'll be right back. Hope you're happy, Brandon. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> You ought to feel miserable. <laughs> it's bedtime, Banky. Hop into your pajamas. I'm gonna sleep in these clothes. I wanted so very, very, very much to wear them on Marco's yacht. But I messed up bad. And now, I have to rip what I sewed. <laughs> if you're trying to con me into letting you go, young lady, it won't work. I was afraid of that. Punky, what have I told you about responsibility? I have to have it. That's right. You see, Brandon can't take care of himself. He's not a human being. 
Though he does bear a striking resemblance to Mrs. Wofferman. <laughs> if you don't take care of him properly, feed him, exercise him, clean him, he suffers. You don't want that, do you? No. I thought not. Put yourself in his place, Bunky. It's not easy being a dog. Now, good night, sweetheart. So after Punky's like, this is all your fault, Brandon. And I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. Brandon kind of barks at her, and she's like, I was being sarcastic, Brandon. And I'm like, where are you, Punky? Where are you? Because there sounds like just a tinge of, uh, yeah. I don't think you're being sarcastic. So she says, you ought to feel miserable. At first I thought, yet I feel miserable. I thought that's what she said about herself. But she's like telling Brandon to feel miserable. I'm sure he feels bad enough. You know, Henry already scolded him. And poor Brandon there with his chin on his paws, feeling absolutely dejected. I mean, I like Punky's outfit and everything's cute, but come on. That's not his fault that you didn't take him out, walk him, and give him exercise. It's a shame we didn't get to see the um, this whole thing kind of boil down when she came in the door. I would have loved to have seen that. Like, what do you have to... I'm sure he didn't... He's like, you know, you need to just go to your room and we'll deal with this later. Yeah, that already did yell at her. I don't know. <laughs> I just would have loved to hear the excuse or reason that she came up with. So Henry comes in, and he's like, Punky, it's time to change you into your pajamas. You can't wear that. She's like, well, I kind of want to since, you know, I really, really wanted to go on Margot's yacht tomorrow. And this will probably be the only chance I get to wear them. <laughs> she, yeah, she is guilting Henry. And, like, maybe if I guilt him, he'll let me go. But, no, Henry sees right through that. Like, if you're trying to guilt me, it's not going to work, sweetie. She's like, I'm messed up bad and I gotta rip what I sew. Actually, it's reap what you sew, sweetie. But she's looking at him with a smile like, oh, I'm so pretty. Let me go on the shot. Batting her eyelashes like, no, 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 no. Nice try, kiddo, but you're, you're not going. So I really like that Henry does sit down and take the time to say that you, you know you're neglecting your dog. And he can't take care of himself because he's not a human being. You know, if you don't walk him and bathe him and everything like that, you know, he, he suffers. His self-esteem suffers. His health suffers. It's like you don't want him to have to go through that, do you? You don't want him to suffer. You know, he's stressing the importance that an animal cannot take care of itself. It needs its human counterpart to kind of step in and, you know, feed it and water it. So just, if you don't feed it, it's going to try to find food where it can. The cupboards, the trash, probably drink water out of the toilet. And you guys, you, you don't want that, right? That's why, you know, you... Treat them like you're, they're, you're, you know, any other human being that can't take care of itself needs you to feed it, feed the, them, and give them food and attention and everything. It's the same concept. 
Kind of, kind of. Parents, don't jump on me here. Don't jump on me now. I know, I know. Yes, he does. Henry does stress the importance of responsibility. And he's like, what have I told you about responsibility? And she's like, that I have to have it. And it's like, yes, you have to have it. And he kind of ends this lecture with telling Punky to put herself in Brandon's paws. Because it's not easy being a dog. It's really not. I mean, you may think, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, you know, like I said, I look at Quinn, I'm like, she's got it pretty good here. That's because I take care of her. I look after her well-being. I make sure she's fed and watered and her, she's got to clean the litter box to go to the bathroom in. You know, and Punky's got to do the same thing with Brandon. And as he goes, he turns the light off and goes to shut the door. He looks at Punky and says, I have to go sew what Brandon ripped. <laughs> That's cute. So Punky takes her hat off, looks at Brandon, and says, you know what, Henry's wrong about one thing, Brandon. It is easy being a dog. And if I remember Brandon, you're like, shows what you know, girly. <laughs> I mean, think about it, guys. Where would we be without our thumbs, right? Cats don't have thumbs. Dogs don't have thumbs. You kind of need those for things, right? <laughs> So I'm going to play this clip as Punky turns the light out. She's like, you get free rent, free meals. And I'm like, oh, yeah, free meals if someone remembers to feed you. <laughs> then you get free meals. You don't have to go to school. Your biggest problem is where to bury your bone. Well, your biggest problem is making sure someone lets you out to go to the bathroom so you don't mess in the house. And making sure you get that good old... Uh, heartworm medication and, you know, flea and tick stuff so you don't get, you know, parasites and everything like that. Make sure you get that annual uh, vet exam. Make sure you don't have any uh, underlying health conditions down the road, right? See, these are the things that Punky isn't thinking of. But I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. I have to go sew what Brandon ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's wrong about one thing, Brandon. It is easy being a dog. Get free rent, free meals. Don't have to go to school. The biggest problem is trying to decide where to bury your bones. You're lucky, Brandon. Wish I were a dog. Punky's gonna get a real wake-up, real wake-up call when she wakes up in the morning. Never start out falling asleep uttering the words, I wish such and such, because might just creep into your dreams. And as we are seeing Punky drift off to sleep, she's repeating that line, I wish I were a dog. 
I would love to be a dog. We kind of get a shot back to Brandon kind of watching her. And that tick-tocking sound as time is progressing. So she wakes up in the morning in Brandon's doghouse. Now, she hasn't really realized anything's amiss just yet. Mainly because she hasn't looked in the mirror yet. So she does kind of realize, she stands up, and she's like, I had a really weird dream. I was chasing a rabbit. And then she's like, wait a minute, why am I down here on the floor? I should be up in my bed. As she walks over in Brandon's body and is, puts her paws up on uh, the bed, Punky's in the bed. So she's probably, what's going on here? So Punky in Brandon's body is looking at her, she's looking at herself with the tongue hanging out and the scratching behind the ear. Punky is doing all of this. And you hear Brandon's bark come out of her mouth. And just the look on Brandon, Punky slash Brandon's face is kind of comical. Like, what? I don't, what's going on here? Okay, she does kind of realize this kind of quick and like, that's kind of like how Brandon acts. I mean, I'm laying there, but I'm not acting like myself. And then this, it kind of dawns on her like, if I'm acting like Brandon and, and, or like if I, if Brandon's in me, then, then she slowly, slowly starts dawn on her like, okay, if Brandon's in me, then that must mean, and she leaps off the bed and walks over to the mirror on the wall. So this dawns on her pretty quickly. I mean, evidence right there. Physically, I'm lying in bed. But mentally, I'm like Brandon's. So she walks over to the mirror and, oh my gosh, what does she see? Not herself. <laughs> so stands up on the hind feet, looks into the mirror, and I love we get a holy macanoli. <laughs> We get that classic line that we've heard uh, since season one and two. Uh, I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. <sighs> Morning already. Weird. I dreamt I was chasing a rabbit. <laughs> Wait a minute. What am I doing down here? should be up in my bed. I am in my bed. What's going on here? I see me, but I'm not in me. I'm acting like Brandon. Hmm. But if Brandon's in me, then does that mean that I... Holy macanoli! I'm a dog! So Punky as Brandon is looking at herself in the mirror and Brandon as Punky, human Brandon, we'll just go dog Punky, human Brandon. So human Brandon is kind of looking over and Punky's wearing Brandon's collar and Punky is basically, dog Punky is wearing 
the uh, red bandana. So I love how uh, Dog Punky makes a joke about how Edra looking in the mirror like, man, really need a nose job. So she steps down from the mirror and Dog Punky is, uh, she immediately remembers like, okay, last night when I fell asleep, I remember saying something about wanting to be a dog. And she's like, oh my God, I... I take it back, please, God, undog me. She's praying to God, like, undog me, please, take this curse away. So that's when Henry comes in, and punk, dog Punky is all like, all right, Henry's here, he'll know what to do, he'll be able to take care of everything. And Henry goes over to Brandon Punky and is all like, hey, Punky, all right, it's time to get up. And, of course, Brandon, as a human, is punky, is all, like, acting like a dog and with the tongue hanging out of the mouth and everything, just like a dog would act. Of course, this really doesn't phase Henry too much. Like, oh, you're acting pretty goofy this morning. And we're getting, like, Brandon, like, barking as you know, punky. We're, well, we're getting the sound effect. So, Lay isn't actually barking, but we're getting Brandon's barking. You know what I mean. So, Henry's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, last night, I remember I told you to, uh, what, is, you know, pretend like what it's be, to be like Brandon and everything, and you're apparently taking this literally. <laughs> And poor dog Punky is like, no, Henry, I'm over here. So Henry, of course, is like, well, you know what? Since you're taking this actually quite seriously and you've thought about what I said about taking better care of Brandon, I'm going to retract your punishment and let you go on the yacht. This is a dream. We all know this is a dream. Henry would not have said that. He would not have given in so easily to her just because... She's all bright and cheery and pretending to be Brandon. Soleil is doing a really good job of pretending to be Brandon. I'll tell you that right now, but I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. She even goes so far as to lick his hand, and Henry's like, whoa, okay. Very nice, very convinced. <laughs> Don't do that again, though. <laughs> Look at me. Boy, talk about needing a nose job. <laughs> How did this happen to me? Last night I wished I was a dog. I take it back. Please, God, undog me. Punky, rise and shine. Henry can help me. He'll know what to do. <laughs> it's morning, Punky. Up and at him. What's the matter with you? I've left my body. Henry, I'm over here. I get it. Last night I told you to imagine what it's like to be a dog and you're pretending to be Brandon. Henry, I'm not pretending. <laughs> Tell you what. Since you promised that you're going to start taking good care of Brandon, I'm going to retract my punishment and let you go on your yacht trip today. Okay? Oh, thank you. Enough's enough. <laughs> Your breakfast is on the kitchen table. So you and Brandon go out and eat while I get dressed. I gotta figure a way out. 
out of this mess. Maybe I'll think better on a full stomach. Henry mentioned food and right away I feel like drooling. I find it kind of funny how, um, and the time that Henry's standing there talking to, you know, punky, uh, Brandon human, um, not, and, and punky, you know, as br the dog is, this is getting confusing, I'm sorry if I'm confusing everyone, trying to keep this straight here, um, dog punky um, or I'll just say, Punky, who's in Brandon's body, um, she's just kind of sitting there, like, Henry, no, that's not me, I'm over here, she's just sitting there, she's not doing anything to, like, try to attract his attention, like, hey, this is me over here, not that she could really do anything to really prove that, hey, I'm Punky in Brandon's body, and Brandon is in my body, but Henry's like, well, I got your breakfast ready if you want to head into the kitchen. And then he walks out the door and Punky's like, gosh, I kind of think it's something to figure out how to get out of this mess. And she's like, you know what? Maybe if I have some breakfast, you know, if I got a full stomach in me, I can come up with a better idea. Because she says, wow, Henry mentioned food and already I'm drooling. So she takes off out the uh, bedroom and then we see Brandon Human in Punky's body come out on, from the bed onto the floor and doing, you know, Soleil's doing her best as a tack like a dog with the hands on the floor and the knees kind of like, and the camera, the way that they're filming this, they have it on ground level, so as Soleil is edging towards the door in the doorway, you're seeing, and then you're seeing Brandon, you know, the dog's bark kind of come out. Of, like, you can hear that it's basically just audio over her, but her mouth is open like it's in a bark to match the timing of the dog's bark. So... I forgot to mention that when Henry said breakfast is ready, he meant for Punky. As in, Brandon's in Punky's human body. So, of course, Punky and Brandon's body is like, oh yeah, breakfast, yes, of course. So Brandon, Punky as Brandon is in the chair... All right, hold on. I'm going to have to come up with a better way to kind of figure out how to do this because this is going to take forever if I keep... Hold on. Punky Brandon. So we're going to know Punky Brandon is Punky and Brandon's body. Brandon Punky is Brandon in Punky's human form. All right, let's see if we can keep track that way. So Punky Brandon is at the kitchen table... And there's a box of cereal, there's a bowl, there's a spoon, and we got, of course, a uh, little glass container of milk. Well, let's see how this is going to go down, because, like I said, remember, dogs don't have opposable thumbs, so it's not like he's going to be able to, she's going to be able to pick up that cereal. It's not going to be as easy as if she were a human being. And sure enough, the thumbs come up. Like, yep. Ah, dang it, I missed my thumbs. 
So Brandon Punky comes through the dog door and goes right over to what I presume is supposed to be Kibble, but it looks like Frosted Mini Wheats. <laughs> um, and of course there's a giant dog bowl there too. My guess is they put some type of cereal in that bowl for Soleil. They're not going to make her eat dog food. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, she's eating some form of cereal. They almost remind me of Chex Mix the Muddy Buddies. So Punky Brandon at the kitchen table is like, Alright, I got this mouth here. Let's utilize this. Grabs onto the side of the cereal box. Like, alright, yeah, I can see where... I mean, if you can't use your paws, which you really can't, you, you lack thumbs. The next best thing you're going to want to do is use the mouth you got. Tip the box sideways so hopefully the contents go into the bowl. The only thing that's going to suck is when you have to try to get the milk in there. Because the milk is like two feet away from the bowl. So this is going to be fun to watch. Well, I gotta give her credit. Uh, she got some <laughs> into the bowl, but managed to tip the box over and some of the contents have spilled onto the table. Which, I mean, for her aspect, she's got a long mouth. She can, like, gobble that up. No problem. Now, the milk's gonna be another story, of course. And she's like, huh, maybe I'll have better luck if I start with the milk. Oh, boy, this is gonna be fun. I wanna see how this is gonna go down. She's gonna, there is no way that milk is not gonna, like, fall on the floor or spill all over the table. She'll be lucky if she even gets a few drops into the bowl. And there's really not enough cereal. There's, like, maybe five to ten pieces of cereal in that bowl. Sure enough, I called it. Grab the handle, good thing, but went all over the kitchen table and onto the floor. Yeah, that milk, there is no way that milk is going to be making it to that cereal bowl because it's like two feet away from it. And talk about some watered down milk. As we see from Punky Brandon's point of view from that chair, it's going all over the floor because we get a shot of the chair. And then we see on the floor, we see the back of Soleil's feet. So she's on the floor gobbling up, you know, the cereal slash kibble in that bowl. And that, seriously, that milk looked so watered down. It was, like, watery white. Actually, to be honest, that looked more like water, like, hardly any milk in there. Like, it was really water-diluted milk. I love the face that Brandon Punky makes looking up at Punky Brandon, who's in the chair. Like, uh, disturbed, like, what's going on up there? What are you doing? Type of thing. So I'm going to play this clip. I mean, yeah, it's more a visual gag, visual act, but still. I'm going to play just, you know, her reactions of, now that I'm in this dog's body, how am I going to be able to uh, assimilate and do things that a normal human would do? So I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. Here goes nothing. 
I'll have better luck if I start with the milk first. Being a dog is for the birds. So then we hear the doorbell ring as Punky is... Punky Brandon is kind of like, man, this really is... This dog business is for the birds. Like, forget it. So the doorbell rings and Punky Brandon heads out into the living room. So I think this is where we're going to see Margot and Cherry. And they're all ready to go for the yacht. They're probably going there to pick Punky up, because I'm sure they don't know that Punky is grounded. So Punky and Brandon, of course, on the hind feet against the door, like, how am I going to open this door? I can't. Dang round knobs. It's a shame they don't have a handle doorknob, because that would work wonders. You don't need thumbs for that thing. So Henry comes out, and he sees Bran what he sees as Brandon, scratching at the door and he's like easy Brandon and then he calls out who is it and Punky Brandon is all like oh it's Cherry and Margo well of course Brandon's got that nose it's got a lot of sense you know you can smell a lot of stuff I love how Punky Brandon is all like use your nose Henry and sure enough it's Margo and Cherry and they are Margo is dressed to the nines in her outfit and they both salute him. How funny. I love Cherry's outfit. It's always like her headband that she wears across her forehead always like coincides with the shirt that she's wearing. So in the opening, like in the beginning of the episode, it was yellow because she was wearing like a yellow and black like checked flannel shirt. This one she's wearing a blue, uh, um, excuse me, a yellow and white striped shirt underneath a what looks like a bunch of different fl um, types of flags, you know, United States and all the other countries. And then she's got the headband that's got blue and red stars going across it. It's really cool. Oh, and she's also got a bracelet. Cherry's got a bracelet that's like blue, but it's got like white stars on it. It's really patriotic. I like it. Margo's also wearing a, what looks like a pink or gray and white striped shirt underneath what looks like a blazer top, and she's got, like, a little handkerchief out the pocket in the front. I mean, hers is okay, but I really, I really like Cherry. She's got the best here, the best outfit. So Cherry asks if Punky's ready to go, and then Punky Brandon is standing there, like, which one do you want? Because <laughs> I can assure you, my human counterpart is not all there. And we see Brandon Punky come through the dog door with a bone in the mouth. And I'm sure right away Margot and Cherry would pick up on like, okay, what's going on with Punky? Um, you know what? We're going to go without you. <laughs> you are acting very strange. And both... Margo and Cherry are looking at Punky, um, Brandon Punky in bewilderment, like, what in the world? And, and Cherry's like, what is with you, Punky? Are you playing a new game? Game? Cherry, you're 11. She ain't playing a game. You don't know your friend better than that? <laughs> I'm going to play this clip, guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
say, Brandon? Who is it? It's Cherry and Margot. Use your nose, Henry. <laughs> Anchors away! Hi, you two look resplendent. Is that good? Very. Here. Is Punky ready to go? Which one? The two-legged Punky or the four-legged Punky? Are you playing a new game? She's pretending to be Brandon. <laughs> Stop it, Funky. I want you to start acting like yourself again. <laughs> I give up. Come on, girls. I'll drive you to the lake. Wait, guys! Look, there's a Wobberman's cat. Hi, Snowball. Hey, come back! I need help! They deserted me. This must be what Brandon feels like when I leave him alone. Boy, a dog is totally at the mercy of human beings. So Henry pretty much just says, Punky's just pretending to be Brandon, it's fine. And then he's like, okay, Punky, this, uh, enough of this, okay? This is, it was cute at first, but now it's just weird. As he actually physically pulls her up to her feet. Like, you can stop now. And of course, uh, Brandon is Punky, because <laughs> Henry lifts Punky's physical body up and of course you know a dog can only be on their hind feet for so long and down back down to the ground she goes and Punky Brandon from the couch is kind of watching all this go down like oh my god so Henry volunteers to take Margot and Cherry to the lake how did they get there to begin with didn't Margot's parents drop, drop them off just to grab Punky and head out are they're not waiting there? So they think, oh, we'll drop you off. Get Mr. Warneman to drive you out to the, the yacht. And of course, um, Punky Brandon from the couch is seeing this. And she's like, wait, no, no, don't forget me. I want to go too. And then, but of course, they don't hear her. And they leave. And now... The realization sets in of feeling neglected as Punky, it dawns on Punky, it's like, this must be how Brandon feels when I leave him. It's like, no, yeah, Punky, she, she's kind of seen it from Brandon's POV. It's like, yeah, um, what are you going to do? An animal by themselves sometimes, if they don't have something to do, a Kong toy to chew on or something, they're going to find other ways to amuse themselves and that can lead to chewing on the sofa, knocking something down off the counter, you know, what what have you. So, Punky Brandon decides to go find something to do to amuse herself while they're gone, while Henry's gone. Oh, we get, oh, yeah! As Henry opens the door and the girls are going out, 
There's a Whopperman's cat, really cute cat. I guess its name is Snowflake, Snowball. And, of course, yeah, this is going to incite some, ooh, cat, dog, chase cat. So we hear Brandon barking from inside as Punky races out after the cat. Why is this cat just allowed to be in the hallway? That wouldn't... That would not be a thing. If you live in an apartment, your animal would have to be inside unless you're there. Too. But no, this cat would not be allowed to. Here you go, kitty. Get some exercise. I'll throw you out in the hallway. Have fun. And there's this bike here. It's got to be Punky's bike. It's always there by the garbage chute right outside uh, Henry and Punky's apartment. So Henry, Cherry, and Margo all leave as... Uh, Brandon Punky is taking off on all fours, so is what? Then gonna ride in the car with him? Okay. I like how Punky realizes, wow, a dog is totally at the mercy of human beings. Yeah, yeah, you kind of are. I mean, looking at it from a dog's point of view, it's like their next meal is gonna come from the human when and if you decide to feed them or give them water. So I like this camera shot, how we get in the living room. It's basically Punky as Brandon's POV here. And it kind of gets everything just ab just above the ground level because she is kind of sitting where, you know, as Brandon the dog actually sits on that little ottoman with the afghan on it. I like how... <laughs> Punky's like, I know why dogs chase their tails now. It's out of sheer boredom. I like how she's like, hmm, you know what? I'll listen to some music. And she makes a joke about Three Dog Night, that band. Punky's encounter with fleas. Yep, like, ugh, something's crawling on my back. Yep, that's a flea, all right. I guess, uh, Punky, you didn't uh, make sure Brandon had his flea bath, did you? <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> she's all surprised. Like, Ow, it bit me! That, that flea bit me! Like, she's surprised. Well, it's never happened to her before. Like, dang it. And then she's like, oh, man, if only I'd given Brandon the bath. Like, yeah, if only. Now you gotta suffer his fate, Punky. <laughs> so, and then Punky hears another noise. Oh, what is that noise? It's my stomach. Well, Punky hasn't eaten today. All she had was... To be honest, she didn't have anything. She attempted cereal, but that didn't work out for her. So we go to the doggy door, and I like, on the doggy door, it says Johnson. So that's like the company that makes the little dog flap. So from Punky Brandon's POV, we see the bowl of kibble that I thought looked like Muddy Buddy Chex Mix. To me, we get a close-up shot of it, and it looks like either animal crackers or graham crackers that have been basically crumbled up and shoved into a bowl. This does not look like your average kibble. But I can see your aversion to it. Like, ugh, I can see why Brandon really doesn't like this stuff. So she does give in, like, you know what, I'll try some. <laughs> Snacking on a, a little bit, like, ugh, God, tastes like holy dirt. Like, yeah, it probably does taste like holy dirt. <laughs> and knowing Henry being, he's kind of, uh, goes for the inexpensive dog food, I'm sure. It's probably the store brand, which is pure garbage. Oops, so I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. Let's see. 
What can I do to pass the time? Do, 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 do. <laughs> now I know why dogs chase their tails. It's out of sheer boredom. <laughs> Maybe I'll listen to some music. Any three-dog night? <laughs> hey, something's crawling on my back. Ow! It's a flea! That sucker bit me! <laughs> that wouldn't have happened if I had given Brandon a bath. What's that noise? It's my stomach. I'm starved. I'd kill for a pizza. <laughs> Kibble. Stuff looks disgusting. What the heck? I'll try some. Yuck! It's like eating holy dirt. I need some water to wash this gunk down. Ew! There's a bug in the bowl! Gross a real! Hmm. Sometimes Brandon drinks out of the toilet. Am I nuts? So Punky decides to uh, have a little bit of water to wash that nasty gunk down her throat, wash that nasty dirt taste out of her mouth. Goes over to the water bowl, and there's a bug in it. And she's like, oh, girl. <laughs> See, that's the thing with Quinn. Um, sometimes she'll drink water after she's used the litter box. And you know litter and stuff, you know, that stuff gets on a cat's paws. And then she'll go in, and she'll sometimes use her paw to scoop water and, you know, lick it off her paw. So then when I go to change the water, I see all these little gray bitlets, and I'm like, what is this? Sure enough, it's her litter that came from her paws when she used the litter box and transferred over to her water. It's like, no, she's got to have clean water. This is, mm. you can't, does your cat ever do that? When they do that with the, with the paw, that like put, you know, putting water on it and then kind of licking it off. I mean, she does drink water the normal way with her mouth too, but. Why is the water bowl, like, halfway across the kitchen when before it was, like, right next to the dog food? And there's a fake little, you know, fly or bug in it or something. She's like, oh, grocero. So we get another catchphrase, grocero. Haven't heard that since season one or two. I like that these catchphrases, they're kind of keeping them. You know, and the, now that even though Punky's still older, she still can have her witty catchphrases. And Punky's like, oh, no, I'm not drinking that. And then she even contemplates, but for a split second, well, Brandon drinks out of the toilet. But then she's like, oh, my God, what am I thinking? No, that is not even a considerable option. So, way to use that ingenuity, Punky as Brandon, as she's like, hmm, how else can I get some water? There's a sink over there. Huh, what if I take this chair, push it over to the sink, hop on it? I bet I can get some water out of that tap. And sure enough, it works. She just, you know, noses the nozzle up and starts drinking out of the tap. I do that. I do that even now occasionally. I mean, who hasn't, like, just taken a quick sip out of the kitchen faucet there? I kind of wonder, do you think Brandon as himself would have thought to do this? I mean, golden retrievers, you know, dogs are smart, but are they ingenuity type smart where they can come up with, like, 
pushing a chair against the, the sink to jump on top of it to get water. I bet they could. I bet they, a dog could do that. So, Punky is, you know, took care of the water, you know, thirst, stomach, tummy's full of water. So, but, still hungry. Hmm. What's up on this counter? And she's like, mm, cookies, maybe cookies? And we see the Tenderheart Care Bear cookie jar. Now, guys, this cookie jar has been there since season one. At least so to, since um, Punky moved into with Henry and everything. And, of course, you know, Brandon lacks the Punky as Brandon lacks the thumbs. And, like, here, maybe if I just nudge it just so... And this thing is set very close to the edge of the kitchen counter here. And, of course, it smashes to the floor. Not only does the thing break into a million pieces... But there's nothing inside of it. So it's like, well, that was a moot point. <laughs> well, that plan failed. Like, hmm, what else is up here on this counter? Oh, we got some popcorn kernels. I can make some popcorn. Oh, Punky, no. No, you cannot make popcorn. You can eat those kernels, though. They probably won't taste all that great. Okay, how did she make that popcorn? How? She's got a Coca-Cola Classic can with the straw in it that's pretty sweet how how did she get the to flip the top the flip top thing i don't know what whatever she did she did it good for you punky although she did make a complete mess of the kitchen while she was doing that and henry comes in and he's not happy with the mess well punky you know of course right away henry's like you're a bad dog you're a bad dog brandon and punky is brandon's like First of all, I'm not a bad dog. Second of all, I was hungry. There was no food. Well, granted, uh, there I made some popcorn, and oh, I'm on my second Coke. So, uh, yeah. But of course, all Henry sees is a messy kitchen and a dog. And, of course, he's going to shoot the blame right there. I mean, lack of thumbs here, Henry. Lack of thumbs. If you were Brandon, you'd know that. So he screams at Brandon to get down, but then immediately he... Uh, he, uh, Henry, uh, is like, uh, you know what? I'm sorry, Brandon. I don't blame you. I blame Punky. And, of course, Punky is Brandon's like, well, now, uh, Henry, don't, uh, go too hard on the poor girl there. Oh, so he makes good on that promise. Like, I told her, I, you know, I warned her if she would not take care of you. If she's not going to take care of you, then I need to find you a home and a person that will take care of you. Well, did he? He didn't really warn her of that. I don't remember hearing that unless it happened off screen. But uh, I'm going to play this clip. I'll be right back. Double yuck. Let's see. Where else can I tank up? to find some decent food. The counter, what's up there? The cookie jar. 
It's not your fault. I blame Punky for this. Yeah, well, don't be too hard on the poor girl. I gave her fair warning. If she won't take proper care of you, I have no choice but to find someone who will. What? My cousin needs a dog. You stay right there. I'm going to Finland. <laughs> Finland? Henry has a cousin in Finland? So, Henry comes up with this thing about how he has a cousin in Finland who needs a dog. And even Punky as Brandon is like, Finland? Henry has a cousin in Finland? I'm just hearing about this. Like, yeah, this end part here gets a little wackadoo. <laughs> And immediately, Henley walks out the door, and then the door opens, and you hear this gust of wind and blowing snow. And then Henry comes back, but only he's dressed as someone from Finland or, uh, like a guy who's into dog sledding and stuff like that. Lars, Lars Warnamount. And he's got this, uh, beard on. He's got these like, ski goggles on that you would wear if you were, you know, skiing on the slopes. Like, okay. Uh, props department. <laughs> I don't know if they got that there. They might. Uh, and he's got a large Indiana Jones whip with him. Like, oh my gosh. So, Lars Warnemont tells Brandon, well, you're gonna be my new sled dog. And Punky's like, uh, sled dog? I think not. Excuse me? Like, okay, it's time to wake up from this dream. <laughs> so Lars comments on Brandon's fur saying how, oh, nice and long fur here to protect you against the uh, cold elements when it reaches 60 below. 60 below! <laughs> Lars comments on Brandon's strength saying, uh, oh, you're going to need that to fight the wolves. Like, what? Excuse me? Wolves? Uh, no, no, no. So I'm going to play this last clip as uh, we hear from Lars Warnemont as he takes poor Brandon as Punky away. Notice how after Henry took the girls to the yacht that uh, Brandon as Punky left with them, but we have not seen her as him return. And now we're coming out of the dream sequence. So I'll be right back. Oh, Henry Hodder Red, 
Det var verkligen en väldigt fin hund. She must have taken the Concord. Hello, Brandon. My name is Lars Varnevand. I will be your new master. Lars Varnevand? But, but, I don't want a new master. You will be a good sled dog. Sled dog? Very long. It will protect you when the temperature hits 60 below. 60 below? Ah, I see you are strong. You will need strength to fight the wolves. Lars, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Come along now. No! by her bedside, you know, with his paws on the bed. You know, he hears her, like, she's in trouble, even though she's coming out of this nightmare, not which turned into a nightmare. And Henry comes in, like, probably wondering what all the commotion is about. So Henry does manage to kind of wake her up out of this nightmare. And she right away, she's like, where's Lars? And he's like, who? And she's like, Lars Warnemont, your cousin. I have a cousin named Lars. That must have been some very vivid dream, because she's amazed that she can talk. Henry can hear her. I have, I don't have fur anymore. I can, I got thumbs. And she's like, I'm not a dog. And Henry's like, well, of course not. I think you're very, a very attractive young girl. I was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of shaming, like, calling a girl a dog. Like, come on. But still, I mean, it's the 80s, but. So Punky kind of explains to Henry that she had had a dream where she was stuck in Brandon's body and Brandon was stuck in her body. Like, well, that is some dream, kiddo. <laughs> Henry sits down next to her as she tells him. He says, heavy bummer. Heavy bummer? That doesn't sound like something Henry would say, but maybe he's trying to get hip to the wise lingo since Punky is a preteen. So I like how she kind of tells him, like, I had fleas and bug water, and I even wanted to eat your socks. Like, ugh. I was surprised you didn't add, I almost contemplated drinking out, of the, drinking out of the toilet for a second. You know, Henry just kind of holds her for a second. Like, it's all right, Punky. It's okay. It's over now. You're back in the real world. And Punky's like, you know, you've got to clean a dog's teeth pretty regular. And really, I mean, that is a you know, another responsibility of dogs. You know, when I was young and I had a dog, it was more of, um, it wasn't an inside dog. The dog was mainly outside and stuff, but we didn't brush its teeth and we didn't really bathe it all the time and stuff like that. It just kind of came and went, you know, we fed it and gave, you know, water and everything like that. But that's about as far as that extended as far as the care. But now it's just, 
just there's just so much and it's almost like with a dog having a dog is like raising a small child it's like their personality is built based on how you treat the dog how you train the dog training is very very important and it's dental hygiene is very important too you know, I mean, you could probably take it to get its teeth cleaned, but it's very expensive. Quinn's going to have to have her teeth cleaned eventually. You know, she's going to be five this year, and that's one of the things the vet said you will probably have to bring her in to have her teeth cleaned. Oh, she just brings up the whole cleaning the teeth due to otherwise you'll get kibble breath. Well, yeah, bad breath is another sign of uh, dental issues. You, I mean, yeah. So, Kevin, <laughs> why did I say that? So, sorry, my um, other podcast, looking back on my Wonder Years, you know, the main character is Kevin, so apologies. Henry. Henry does say, you know, your bad dream may have been due to my fault. You know, I did put a bit of strain on you and everything. Maybe I was too harsh on the whole take with your care of Brandon and everything like that and telling you you couldn't go on the yacht. Like, Henry, please don't, don't go back on your promise. Just, you know... Let her go through her punishment, and she can do the yacht thing another time. He actually says, maybe I'll let you go on your boat ride anyway. And But Punky, is you think she'd be, like, over the moon, like, sweet. No, she's like, no, 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 no. Like, she realizes what's important, though. She's got to take care of her dog. So she starts listing all the things she's going to do for him. Like, first I'm going to give him a bath, then I'm going to get him better dog food. That'll be expensive. Um, and then she's going to vacuum out his doghouse. So all these things she's going to do for him. She's going to pamper her baby dog. And Henry's just kind of watching her like, wow, you've really have changed your tune on taking care of Brandon. I'm, I'm shocked. So and Brandon is... At, actually, by the end of the bed, as Punky kind of crawls forward and just kind of, you know, pets Brandon just under the chin. She says, I'm sorry, Brandon. I've been mean and selfish. So she's admitting she's done wrong and she wants to look after Brandon better. So Punky accepts her wrongdoing, her responsibility towards Brandon. Like, I'm going to be better for you, buddy, okay? I love you. And she kisses him on the nose. Like, I love you. And he gives her a kiss back. It's really sweet. I like how she adds, I don't want to be you, but I do love you very much. So he's like, all right, it's breakfast time. What do you want to eat? And uh, Punky's like, anything but dog food. And... Henry's like, well, that's a good one, because I was going to give you mush. It's like he's taking on that Lars accent, and Punky kind of comes back through the doorway, like, what? Is this dream not over yet? So I'm going to play this end of the clip, and I'll be right back. Punky, wake up! Freezing! It's a blizzard! I'm freezing my tail off! I'm good! Punky, wake up! <gasps> Henry, where's Lars? Who? Your cousin, Lars Warnemont from Finland. I don't have a cousin named Lars. I can talk! And look, I've got thumbs! Of course. You went to sleep with thumbs. I'm not a dog! Of course not. Everyone thinks you're very attractive. You know, I had a terrible dream. I dreamt that I was stuck in Brandon's body and Brandon was stuck in mine. Oh. Heavy bummer. Yeah. I had fleas and bug water, and I even wanted to eat your socks. 
relaxed, clunky. It's all over now. You know, you have to clean a dog's teeth regularly, or else they'll get kibble breath. <laughs> Believe me, I know. You know, Punky, your bad dream may have been my fault. Perhaps the punishment I gave you was too severe. Maybe I'll let you go on your boat ride today anyway. No way. I'm going to stay here and take care of Brandon. First, I'm going to give him a bath. Then I'm going to get him some better food. Then I'm going to vacuum his doghouse. Then I'm going to... Well, you have changed your tune, haven't you? <laughs> I sure have. I'm sorry, Brandon. I've been mean and selfish. I promise from now on I'll take better care of you. I love you. I don't want to be you, but I do love you. <laughs> Come on. Let's go and have some breakfast. Oh, great. I'm starved. What would you like to eat? Anything except dog food. <laughs> For sure, that's a good one. And I was going to give you mush. So Punky's coming out of the dream as she's screaming to Henry, like, Henry, help me, help me. And we see Brandon is actually by her bedside, you know, with his paws on the bed. You know, he hears her, like, she's in trouble, even though she's coming out of this nightmare, not which turned into a nightmare. And Henry comes in, like, probably wondering what all the commotion is about. So Henry does manage to kind of wake her up out of this nightmare. And she right away, she's like, where's Lars? And he's like, who? And she's like, Lars Warnemont, your cousin. I have a cousin named Lars. That must have been some very vivid dream, because she's amazed that she can talk. Henry can hear her. I have, I don't have fur anymore. I can I got thumbs. And she's like, I'm not a dog. And Henry's like, well, of course not. I think you're very, a very attractive young girl. I was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of shaming, like, calling a girl a dog. Like, come on. But still, I mean, it's the 80s, but. So Punky kind of explains to Henry that she had had a dream where she was stuck in Brandon's body and Brandon was stuck in her body. Like, well, that is some dream, kiddo. <laughs> Henry sits down next to her as she tells him. He says, heavy bummer. Heavy bummer? That doesn't sound like something Henry would say, but maybe he's trying to get hip to the wise lingo since Punky is a preteen. So I like how she kind of tells him, like, I had fleas and bug water and I even wanted to eat your socks. Like, ugh. I was surprised you didn't add. I almost contemplated drinking out of the drinking out of the toilet for a second. You know, Henry just kind of holds her for a second. Like, it's all right, Punky. It's okay. It's over now. You're back in the real world. And Punky's like, you know, you've got to clean a dog's teeth pretty regular. And really, I mean, that is a you know another responsibility of dogs. You know, when I was young and I had a dog, it was more of, um, it wasn't an inside dog. The dog was mainly outside and stuff, but we didn't brush its teeth and we didn't really bathe it all the time and stuff like that. It just kind of came and went, you know, we fed it and gave, you know, water and everything like that. But that's about as far as that extended as far as the care. But now it's just, 
just there's just so much and it's almost like with a dog having a dog is like raising a small child it's like their personality is built based on how you treat the dog how you train the dog training is very very important and it's dental hygiene is very important too you know, I mean, you could probably take it to get its teeth cleaned, but it's very expensive. Quinn's going to have to have her teeth cleaned eventually. You know, she's going to be five this year, and that's one of the things the vet said you will probably have to bring her in to have her teeth cleaned. Oh, she just brings up the whole cleaning the teeth due to otherwise you'll get kibble breath. Well, yeah, bad breath is another sign of uh, dental issues. You, I mean, yeah. So, Kevin, <laughs> why did I say that? So, sorry, my um, other podcast, looking back on my Wonder Years, you know, the main character is Kevin, so apologies. Henry. Henry does say, you know, your bad dream may have been due to my fault. You know, I did put a bit of strain on you and everything. Maybe I was too harsh on the whole take with your care of Brandon and everything like that and telling you you couldn't go on the yacht. Like, Henry, please don't, don't go back on your promise. Just, you know... Let her go through her punishment, and she can do the yacht thing another time. He actually says, maybe I'll let you go on your boat ride anyway. And But Punky, is you'd think she'd be, like, over the moon, like, sweet. No, she's like, no, 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 no. Like, she realizes what's important, though. She's got to take care of her dog. So she starts listing all the things she's going to do for him. Like, first I'm going to give him a bath, then I'm going to get him better dog food. That'll be expensive. Um, and then she's going to vacuum out his doghouse. So all these things she's going to do for him. She's going to pamper her baby dog. And Henry's just kind of watching her like, wow, you've really have changed your tune on taking care of Brandon. I'm, I'm shocked. So and Brandon is... At, actually, by the end of the bed, as Punky kind of crawls forward and just kind of, you know, pets Brandon just under the chin, she says, I'm sorry, Brandon. I've been mean and selfish. So she's admitting she's done wrong and she wants to look after Brandon better. So Punky accepts her wrongdoing, her responsibility towards Brandon. Like, I'm going to be better for you, buddy, okay? I love you. And she kisses him on the nose. Like, I love you. And he gives her a kiss back. It's really sweet. I like how she adds, I don't want to be you, but I do love you very much. So he's like, all right, it's breakfast time. What do you want to eat? And uh, Punky's like, anything but dog food. And... Henry's like, well, that's a good one, because I was going to give you mush. It's like he's taking on that Lars accent, and Punky kind of comes back through the doorway, like, what, is this dream not over yet? So I'm going to play this end of the clip, and I'll be right back. <laughs> 